It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, Jets fans. Want $50 off your next round of drinks? Try Tap RM. They delivered the drinks right to your door so you can skip the lines and trips to the liquor store. Discover new and exclusive drinks or shop for your favorites. Don't worry. They've got all the options for you. Order your first round at taprm.com and get $50 off your first order using promo code JETS50. $50 off $100 of beer. Not a bad deal. I would highly recommend it. I've done it. Connor's done it. Joe's got it. So make sure you go to taprm.com, use promo code JETS50, skip the lines, and get $50 off your first $100 worth of beer. $100 in beer for $50. Can't beat that. Now let's get into the pod. Setting up, looking downfield. He's going to heave a bomb for Corey Davis at the goal line. Into the end zone. He's got it. That's a Jet touchdown. select Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Turn the Jets podcast. I'm your host, Will Parkinson, at WillPod11 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just me today on the pod. We're going to do a quick uh, quick wrap-up of the Jacksonville game, just preview a little bit of what to expect against Tampa and Buffalo, and uh, pose a quick few questions for the uh, the 2022 offseason. Jets obviously get a victory, moved to 4-11 and on the season. Zach Wilson uh, Zach Wilson gets his first victory over Trevor Lawrence. Now, uh, you know, we'll obviously get that matchup in the years to come, and uh, hopefully that both teams – uh, and both quarterbacks will be in better situations than they were Sunday. Jets obviously incredibly shorthanded. I believe they got up to 26 guys on the COVID list, 20 active players, um, in addition to Robert Saul obviously not being there. Um, we got some pretty good Zach, a pretty good Zach performance, in my opinion. Nothing, you know, groundbreaking, but I thought took care of the football. I think it's the third game in a row without an interception, only two interceptions in his last six games. Uh, obviously, the 52 yard touchdown run was spectacular. Um, longest quarterback run in Jets history. And then obviously the most rushing yards in Jets history in a game as well. Um, only 102 through the air, uh, not the, you know, not some prolific three, 400 yard performance that said, can't really complain too much about the way he played and having one or two throws that I guess he'd probably take back because the whole shot early in the game, uh, Denzel Mims looked like he may have run, run the wrong route. That said, obviously that throw and then he had one, uh, one play action, one that he just missed Tyler Croft pretty easily, but Got better. It wasn't bouncing balls into the dirt. Hit a few really nice third downs. One to Keelan Cole, one to Braxton. Actually, two to Braxton Barrios. Had the fourth down uh, pump fake scramble. Had a fourth down touchdown to Connor McDermott, of all people. Point being, I thought it was a pretty – it was a nice day for Zach. Michael Carter 
112 yards, gets his first 100 career, uh, you know, rushing game um, up to 535, I believe, on the season through the ground, another three or 400 through the air. Um, he is ninth among all, uh, you know, running backs in, in scrimmage yards. Um, so, you know, he, he's done a really nice job. The defense, fine. Um, not really much to kind of write home about. They, they, they played fine. They didn't get a lot of pressure on Trevor Lawrence. He had over three seconds to throw on average, you know, today. They had the one big sack, forced fumble from C.J. Mosley. Uh, Mosley also had a nice day. You know, he did drop an interception, but made a nice play on a, uh, a two-point conversion as well. Jason Pinnock at safety, um, very highly graded Will Parks as well. Um, don't want to hit on too much of this Jags game. I just felt like, you know, we saw some good stuff. The Jets ran for the most yards, I believe, in the NFL this year, 273 in, in a game. Um, obviously beat them up up front. We are able to get a victory. Um, you know, I, the Jags mismanaging the clock down, you know, on, down there. Um, at the end of the game, was it was interesting. Um, right after this, I want to get into a little bit of should the Jets have won, should they have lost, who, what should you root for. Um, and then we'll preview a little of the Tampa game. Just don't want to hit on too much of this Jags game and grand scheme of things. Does it mean a lot? Not really. I thought you got some nice stuff from Zach. And you know, that's kind of what this game was about. You like to see, you didn't want to win because, um, you know, Tevin Coleman had a 5,000 yard game and, um, you know, some guy, you know, you saw Jeff Smith do well. It was um, Braxton Berrios again. Um, I know I uh, didn't mention him yet. Obviously the 102 yard kick return. He's the special teams player of the week this week. The guy they need to extend. We'll hit on that a little more right after this. Want to get into a little bit of, you know, the kind of um, talking points around should the Jets have won on Sunday? Should they have not? What was, you know, what was kind of the thinking there? I was understanding that both things were potential options. Um, I thought if the Jets went down, they, you know, Zach looked good and they lost. Um, they get the higher pick. They actually kind of worked out for the Jets with Houston winning, demolishing the Chargers. The Jets were playing the Jags. They obviously would then, you know, slide behind them. The Jets could have moved up, you know, to two and Detroit playing Seattle this week. You never know. The Jets could have, you know, gotten all the way up to one and gotten in Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau kind of all but locked in. That didn't happen. The Jets won. I thought it was important in year one of this staff, um, you know, year two or year three of Douglas, um, you know, but year one, obviously, of Sala, Wilson, um, you know, LaFleur, all these guys being there. I thought that was, that was an impressive win for them just to be kind of, show these guys, you know, late in the season, trying to compete, playing December football, what it's like to win a December football game, things of that nature. I think those all are important. Do I think it's make or break that uh, from a culture perspective? No. Um, do I think that it was the worst case either for them to win? I, I don't. Um, there's a lot There's a lot of good players in this draft. There's more than two good guys in this draft. There's more than two good edge rushers, although there is a gap there. Uh, but who's to say the Jets couldn't go out and trade for an edge rusher? Who's to say the Jets couldn't sign another edge rusher? Or, um, you know, being fully healthy going into the year, they were considered a top seven, top eight defensive line with Lawson, JFM, Quinnen, Bryce Hoff, um, Foley, Rankins, all fully healthy. They haven't really gotten that ever, obviously, all year. And um, so we're kind of never really going to know what kind of unit that really is because um, the Jets been D-lined and disappointing, sure. Um, but again, like they could add an edge in, in many different facets. Um, the Jets are now set up with, as of, you know, as of today, four, six, I believe 35 and 38. Sorry, at the end of the day, you know, the Jets need to be able to get good players out of that. Would it be nice to get one or two? Of course. Would it also be nice to build a culture here that guys are competing, they're, they want to get used to winning, they hate losing so much that um, it really burns them inside 100%. And um, again, I'm not telling you to feel that you shouldn't have felt like, oh, damn, I wish the Jets lost so they would have had one of those top two picks. I, it's hard to blame you. But at the same time, I also think you have to see the other side of it, that they have more than enough capital to be good. 
not only next year, but, you know, going forward, they've built a sustainable model here of getting rid of um, contracts and all this dead cap, like 34, 35 million, of, you know, Tremaine Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, and all these different contracts fall off the books next year. They've got a ton of expiring deals or guys they can get out of, um, you know, like a, like a Shaq Lawson making about $10 million uh, would be on the books for, for next year. That will be gone. Guys like, you know, Greg Van Rotten moving on and, um, you know, why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's a lot there um, that the Jets can kind of, they have a lot of opportunity to be good here going forward. And I, again, I think Zach Wilson looking pretty good. That's it wasn't some, you know, historic game that the Jets, you know, is going to tell you he's going to be an MVP someday. But at the same time, I also think you, you look at that game and you feel good about Zach Wilson. You feel good about, um, you know, you feel good about his improvement and you feel good about the fact that Michael Carter looks really, really damn good. Braxton Barrios is a guy that Jets need to bring back. Obviously, you don't overpay Braxton Barrios, but special teams ace guy does nothing wrong on special teams. Bring, is always plus value there in the, in the receiver game, makes tough catches. He's got 50 targets this year, I believe, and zero drops. Um, those are the types of things you want to see. And again, I just this hitting on this expectation thing, we're bouncing around a little bit. This again, going to be a shorter pod today. I'm going to have a much longer form one after the Bucks game and Bills. And then we have a huge bunch of huge guests for the offseason. I mean, it's pretty much good morning football crew, NFL live crew all coming on. Um, Connor will be on a bunch. Joe will be back on all these different things, but some players, some coaches as well, which is really exciting. But again, I, I just think the Jets need to be competitive next year. And I think this notion that NFL rebuilds take four, five, six years. It's frankly just false. Um, in today's landscape with free agency, with the draft, with the amount of trades, picks, all the knowledge we have on players and knowledge on coaches, all these different things, all this, all this stuff, there's just not really an excuse to not be competitive next year. You look at the 20, 
21 Bengals, the 2019 Bengals were very arguably going to go own 16. They were just as bad as the Jets were, if not worse. Um, the 2020 Bengals were pretty awful. Um, Joe Burrow gets hurt, obviously, but the Jet Bengals weren't very good. 2021, they're going to win the AFC North, you know, regarded as one of the top two or three hardest divisions in football. And they had a had one first round pick and they lost three key defensive starters in the offseason. Um, they built through free agency with, you know, with their defense. Through the draft with their offense and Burrow, Higgins, obviously Jamar Chase, um, you know, the Tyler Boyd. The list goes on. So to expect the Jets not to be competitive next year, I just think it's, it's false. I don't think the Jets' expectations are Super Bowl, but I don't, and our AFC title game. But to say the Jets' expectations are five or six wins, be patient again, is crazy. This year, 100% patience, all on the table, build long term stability, <clears throat> clear bag contracts off your books, all those different things, 100%, you know, need, needed to happen, did happen. You get your quarterback in here on a rookie deal, head coach married with him uh, in terms of, you know, long term future, all these different things, right? But man, uh, this notion that seven, eight, nine wins next year, not being one of the three of 16 AFC teams that aren't even on the in the hunt graphic in December, let alone in week 17, there's still 13 of the 16 available um, now have a chance at the playoffs. The Jets are the Texans and the Jaguars. Is that, <clears throat> I don't think that's acceptable going forward. This will be truly, um, you know, Joe Douglas is now will be going into, he'll have had a full offseason. In 20, he had half the offseason in 2019. That was obviously a mess. So I'm not going to give him the you know blame for 2019. He's got 2020 offseason, fully his. 2021 offseason, fully his. That'll be now his third full offseason. I think it's okay to expect the Jets to be a team that's at least can, in contention for 500 or in contention for a potential seventh wild card spot. A team in Miami in their own division, again, rebuild, awful, tore it all the down. Then last year, 10 and six, win and get in game, they lose. Now, again, going to probably be in a win and get in game um, the year after. Quick two, three year total rebuild, but really it was only a 12 month rebuild because they were competitive in year two. The Jets aren't even being competitive this year. I think it's okay to expect the Jets to be competitive next year. And I think if your thinking is five, six wins, and then they'll be competitive again, they'll maybe get to eight wins in year three of Zach Wilson. By then, like you're getting a year and a half, two years out of his rookie contract. And what was the point of moving on and getting a rookie quarterback? So, Long-winded tangent. The point is, did the Jets win on Sunday? Was it worth it? We'll see what happens in the draft. You never know. You know, the Jets could finish third if Houston wins another game or um, anybody, you know, things could, you know, fall in the Jets' favor and a guy, someone takes up quarterback or anything like that, and the Jets end up one of those edge rushers and all works out. Um, the Jets have more than enough talent, again, um, in this young core. If you add to it with four or five top 100 picks, four top 40 picks, 60 70 million dollars in cap year two leap from you know coaches and staff and players like again i just think yes you can be upset about not finishing probably with a top two pick but at the same time man they get they better be competitive next year because i think if they're three and eight going into week a week 12 matchup against you know a texans team or something next year and it's like oh god i don't know if we should win or lose like it's going to get ugly um, not just on twitter but it's going to get ugly um in that stadium and around the building so now, we'll head on to Bucks preview real quick, and then uh, we'll wrap. Lastly, we'll uh, we'll wrap up here. Jets, Bucks this weekend. Bucks are, uh, you know, with the loss to the Saints, um, you know, are now a game out of finishing that number one seed. The Packers obviously could lose here. Um, the Bucks will be right back in that conversation. So, Bucks will be full throttle. We know how much Tom Brady loves to stick it to the Jets. Um, would not be shocked if he goes out there and tries to throw six or seven touchdowns. 
obviously, and get himself back in that MVP conversation if something happens with Aaron Rodgers. Um, the Bucs are missing a ton of guys due through, through injuries and COVID. Bruce Arians will not likely be coaching the Bucs on Sunday. Um, they'll be missing Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, um, Levante David, Antoine Winfield. The list goes on and on, um, you know, for the Bucs. So I don't know that this will be a competitive game. The Jets are 13 and a half point underdogs at home in their final home game of the season. The Jets should get, uh, they got about nine guys back today from the COVID list. They should, they expect to get seven or eight more um, at least. Elijah Moore is 50-50 as of now. AVT will be back. Um, the safeties will be back. A lot of this D-line will be back. So I, I think the Jets can be competitive in this game to a point. I don't know that defensively they have enough edge rush right now um, or, you know, secondary-wise, I think the Bucs, you know, Antonio Brown's probably going to have a big day, although I'm not sure anyone's really rooting for that. Um, in terms of what to expect from this offense, I think, you know, they probably will be down early. Um, you know, if you know, things go any, you know, any way that they usually go with the Bucs and usually go with Tom Brady, um, it might be a good day for Zach Wilson. Um, I don't know that necessarily it'll be a turnover free day or he'll throw for 400 yards, but I think he's got a chance to have some, a decent stat line in this game, just because of the nature of where the game will be at, you know, based on, you know, what I think everyone's kind of expecting. So the Jets steal one of these two games, so be it. I, I'd be very shocked. Um, you know, they're double digit, you know, underdogs at home and they will be double digit underdogs next week against Buffalo. So, all that said, um, kind of a long-winded, you know, short episode here. Um, again, we'll be back next week. Um, recap this Bucks game, preview the final game of the season. I'll give some, uh, you know, grades for this year on offense, defense, player-wise, coaching-wise, all that type of stuff. And then I said, like I said, off-season, um, gonna be gonna be a huge, huge off-season. Uh, officially, end of you know my my uh, year hosting. Uh, year hosting in 2021 here. Thank you for everyone that's listened. Um, obviously subscribe to Badlands. Um, it's a great listen. There was a really good episode by Joe and Connor yesterday. Um, and then obviously the other shows on, the, you know, on our channel and on the site as well. So thank you everybody. Happy holidays. And uh, we'll talk to you in 2022.